Well, everybody, welcome to Honor Radio, episode number 12. I am not going to take much time to roll into this because we've got a great guest on our uh, podcast today. His name is uh, Tim Davis, and Tim is the uh, national sales coach for Movement Mortgage, and I am honored to be a one of these coaches. There, there are seven of us that coach up more than 500 Loan officers, am I right, Tim? More than 500? Right in that neighborhood. Yep, seven of us across the nation that coach up more than uh, 500 loan officers throughout the week, and Tim Davis is our leader. And uh, it's an honor to have him. Uh, It's an honor for me to introduce him to the West Coast because I know that we've got a big West Coast following, and Tim is East Coast, so it's a great joy for me to do this with Tim. (laughs) Um, Let me tell you a little bit more about Tim. He's a sales, marketing, and inspirational evangelist. He's literally a guru when it comes to personal branding, when it comes to marketing, when when it comes to taking your business to another level. um, That's what he does. And uh, I I invited him to be on this on a radio because a lot of us are at home right now. A lot of us are working from home. We're teaching from home. Uh, we're having to navigate a, a new way of working at home. And uh, I thought it would be during this difficult time to have Tim come on and inspire you guys a little bit about some great tips to use while you're working at home. And Tim, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about you, but thank you for being on the show. Sure, man. It's, it's great to be here. Let's just dive into uh, sort of working from home. Um, I think that's our topic today, right? How do, yes. how, do, how do we effectively work from home? And so Angie and I have been working together for 20 years, right? So we've got a long history of partnership, right? She's my wife. So we owned a couple of mortgage companies together and we worked in an office space together. So we had to, to work through those communication challenges that, 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 that come about. Um, but then we transitioned to working from home. And so now we've been working from home now, I would say seven or eight years. Hmm. Um, and I can just sort of give you like what we do to make that work. Um, and everybody's going to be a little bit different. You know, we've, we've got dogs, not kids. So we've had to kind of work the dogs into the schedule. But re- regardless of whether you have kids or, or pets or whatever the case might be, I think number one is you, you've got to have a schedule. Right? You've got to have yourself a schedule. If you don't have a schedule, uh, then, then anarchy occurs, right? You get up whenever, you make breakfast whenever, you watch TV, you get caught up in all the distractions that can be the home. You know, your home is really your safe haven. That's where you can come and literally hang out in your pajamas or underwear and nobody judges you, right? You can't, can you imagine going to your work in, the, in your pajamas? I mean, they, they would... You would be Facebooked for days if that happened. Right? <laughs> All of a sudden, your safe haven mm-hmm. is turned into a work environment, right? And so, I think you've got to have you've got to have a strict schedule. Number one, I think that's that's really important. And I think number two is you got to get up and get dressed up, just like if you were going to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know w- what we're wearing really dictates a lot of the energy we have inside of ourselves. So. Think about it, you put on a suit and tie or, or a dress or whatever, you know, your work attire might be for the day. You sort of just kind of get like, okay, I'm going to work. I'm on a mission. I've got to do these things. But then when you're hanging out in sweatpants, I don't know if you're like me, but when I put on my hockey sweatpants and my hockey sweatshirt, it's like popcorn and TV time. 
<laughs> and it's sort of, you know, we adjust based on what we call the clothing we wear. So mm -hmm. I think having a strict schedule and then putting on work clothes would get you in the right frame of mind. Um, and then another tip I would have is you've got to have a designated space to work, you know, a designated space to work. And, you know, your house may have a, a home office that's built into it, or it may be that you convert a bedroom to a home office. Mm. Um, but you've got to have a dedicated space that that's where the work goes. Yes. And it does not leave there. Yes. It does not leave this dedicated. I don't take the work mm. to the bonus room, mm -hmm. right? It mm. stays in the office. Um, and Angie has a converted bedroom into an office where she's at. She's on the other side of the house, right? So she's working over there and I'm working over here. We can have, you know, group meetings in the kitchen if we want, or she can cut them off and try and go to her office, whatever the case might be. But there's dedicated space there yeah. uh, that you're working in. So you know, there's more tips, but I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll say those three things first. A schedule, um, dressing for the day, mm -hmm. and having dedicated spaces. Those are three big ones that we started doing for our No doubt about it. No doubt about it, Tim. I mean, as you know, all of us coaches, we work at home. And I've got to be geared up, right? I've got to have the shower done, the breakfast done, the workout done, right? All of that put to bed so I'm ready to get to work, right? And you talked about having a, a space where you could come. Well, we have an off uh, uh, a bedroom set up where my wife works right over here. I work over here. And we basically, you know, we compete. We go to work and we compete, right? And I, I, I really like that. What about when it comes to your schedule throughout the day? Is there a specific way how you map out your schedule or is it just like if you were at the office? Well, in my world, it's appointments, right? In your world, it's appointments. So those are all preset in advance, right? People get on our calendars. But um, I still think, you know, I've always been a fan of this. Like your calendar is not going to fill itself. Mm -hmm. This doesn't show up with a bunch of appointments for you to do. You have to be intentional about going and setting those appointments. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you want to design your day, like, for example, between 1130 and 1 is a break for me just about every day for me to have lunch, recoup, and mm -hmm. catch up on some paperwork, right? Mm -hmm. So I've got a lunch break set in there. I've got some time set in there to, to catch up on paperwork and, and literally some time just to decompress, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think you got to look at it the same way as you would look at your calendar if you were going to an office, right? Do you have prospecting time on your calendar? Do you have time to work on your business on your calendar? Mm -hmm. Do you have time to uh, become a better student of your business, you yeah. know, through webinars or reading or whatever that might be? Mm -hmm. So. All those things, I'll call it like Dave Ramsey's philosophy, like give every dollar a name, even if the name for that dollar is a Snickers candy bar, at least it has a name. Yeah. Um, I think you need to name your calendar out too and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the schedule, I'm going to stick with it, um, and I'm going to fill it up so that I know in advance uh, of what I'm going to be doing and where I'm going to be doing it. And that way well, you'll stay focused. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, listen, if you leave your home office and you go down the hallway to the kitchen, and the television's on, right? That that two-minute walk to the kitchen to get water is going to turn into two hours, <laughs> and it'll disappear on you like that. So, you know, for me, you know, I set it up with a break during the day, and then I, I kind of wrap up around 3.30 in the afternoon to give myself another break to work on paperwork and work on the business, right? So I've got meetings up to 3, 3.30, 4.00. Then after that, I've got another block of time where it's like, okay, you wrap up and you get prepared for the next day. 
So I think those are the things that, that you've got to do. If, if you're going to be successful working at home, otherwise you're going to get distracted. Got it. Get up. There you go, buddy. You got I, listen, I was hoping I would get me one of those. I didn't know what that would look like, but there you go. Man. I like it. Maybe I'll say something else smart and give me another one. You, you got to get some. Okay, so um, I love that. So, Tim, you being a marketing expert, right, what recommendations would you have for people that now are at home and they might be in sales, they might be in some sort of, um, you know, uh, a, a service relationship business what would you recommend to them right now when it comes to things to do to keep your brand growing at a time where we're kind of sheltered at home is there anything that yeah. you can think of yeah so like all those things that you said you wanted to do but you didn't do because you were nervous like you wanted to start video but you didn't like how you looked, so you stopped you kept putting it off or you wanted to start a podcast but you didn't like how you sound so you kept putting it off well now's the time to start I mean, that's just the way it is, right? I was talking with a coaching client this morning, and I said, listen, you know, your network, the people you know, is equal to your net worth. That's just a fact. And so if your network isn't, it doesn't contain the right people in it, you've got to get the right people in there. And when it comes to building your brand, it's all about the frequency of exposure and the content you publish. The frequency of exposure and the content you publish. And we, we all have to become media companies these days if, if we're going to build a brand. We, we've got to decide that we're going to build a media company. And that means things like podcasts, things like videos, those type of things to put your message out there in a big way. And the frequency at which you do it really matters. I put out a podcast every day. Mm -hmm. Every day I put a podcast out because I'm trying to get my frequency up. Right. I then take my podcast and I have it transcribed and put into a blog post. Like why? Because I'm trying to get my frequency up. Right. Because in times of crisis, people turn to people they feel like they can trust and will have answers for them. Mm -hmm. Now's a great time. It, there's never been a better time for you to position yourself as a trusted advisor than right now. But you've got to get the right source of information and then you've got to learn how to deliver it to people in a way that they can understand it. Your podcast, your videos, just social media posting in general, right? Mm -hmm. Will help you out. But here's a big key that I see a lot of people miss. When somebody responds on a post, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. It happened to me yesterday. I had a real estate agent respond about a post I made about the mortgage industry rates and, the, and, and everything that was going on. I could have easily just liked her comment or responded to her comment. But rather than do either of those, I went to her profile, she had her number listed and I called her. I think that's the one thing people miss when it comes to social uh, media marketing. They get into these conversations back and forth and, and you know, text words on a, on a social media platform. There's no way to, to tell the nonverbal communication behind that. Yeah. Be like this, yeah. I have gestures, I can raise the tonality of my voice, you know, all that kind of stuff that changes the way the communication is received. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in, in, a, in a comment. Mm -hmm. Now I believe in comments and you should comment, pick up the phone, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you can do a FaceTime, right? If they have an iPhone, you can do a FaceTime with them and then you can see the person. So this represents an unbelievable opportunity to build your brand and position yourself as an influencer and a trusted advisor in the marketplace, but it also represents an unbelievable opportunity to pick up the phone and call some people, right? Um, you can't go congregate in a BNI group or a networking group of 10 or more people right now. So how are you gonna do that? Zoom meetings, videos, 
all those type of things. And if you're ever going to take advantage of building your brand, now's the perfect time to do it. And you don't need some elaborate setup to make it happen. You can make it happen really easily. You're willing to do it. You know, the reason why we started, Rick and I started Honor Radio back up was because of you, Tim, and what you were telling us coaches in our daily um, meetings that we have, right? You, you said that exact thing to us about how we needed to really step up our influencing game at this time because people, people need us. People need the, those influencers out there. And uh, I know you're the one that inspired us to do this. So I, I respect that. And, I, and you know what? You're right. Because um, people need to, to hear um, motivational stuff and good stuff at a time like now. I mean, we just got off an amazing call with Barry Habib, right? And Casey Crawford, the CEO of Movement Mortgage. And oh, my God, was that an hour of, I mean, it seemed like it went in 10 minutes because there was so much great information coming at us on what to say to our loan officers that we're coaching, what we want them to say to our real estate um, referring partners, that type of stuff. It was good stuff. So I'm just going to roll right into this because I think you did a great job uh, when, it talk, when you're talking about working out of home. But when it comes to the real estate industry and the people that we touch, the mortgage professionals, those of us that are in the service industries like that, um, what nuggets would you like to offer them in regards to this historical time we're in right now, Tim? And then we'll you know, I'm going to shoot you straight because in 13 minutes, I got to hop on another one of these. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to shoot everybody straight. I think, you know, it's great to offer hope and encouragement and all that kind of stuff, but it's also got to come with the truth, right? It's also got to come with, with, with the truth. And the truth of the matter is right now, it, if you're in real estate, you, you're going to get really tested potentially at how you, well you've built your business, right? And here's what I mean by building your business. It's not just about marketing and getting clients in the door. But business has a lot to do with cash reserves and debt structure, right? So how have you personally done right now as a real estate agent with your personal debt structure and your cash reserves? Because the reality about it is, is that in some, in some parts of our country right now, there's real restrictions on what you can and cannot do. And you're not holding an open house with 10 or 15 or 20 people coming through the door right now, at least not for the short term. Now look, the backside of it, very promising. I mean, we, we, we learned today there were some numbers coming out. The birth rates, for example, are going to carry the housing market well into the future years. The uh, pricing models that we have on homes right now, the debt service, the equity that's in houses, all of those are the underlying basics of the, of the marketplace are all great and poised for a gigantic rebound the minute we get through this. But we have to get through this. Mm. We have to get through this, right? And so... I was thinking about this earlier today. I didn't know you were going to ask me this question, but you know, if I'm a real estate agent, I'm looking at it right now and I'm saying, okay, what are my cash reserves? Mm-hmm. You know, what are my cash reserves? And, and then number two, how, how good of a job have I done in a couple of areas? How good of a job have I done uh, in building my personal network around the community? How good of a job have I done in becoming an influencer and just a friend and a great neighbor in the neighborhood of it? Right? How good of a job have I done in growing my social media presence? Right? I have to look at all those things. And, and if I've been a transactional type of personality in the past, mm. it's probably going to expose some of those weak spots right now. Mm. And I'm going to need to find a way to make that up and make it up really quickly. Mm. 
And I thought what Casey Crawford said today on our call was really fantastic. You know, it's not about the commission. It's about if you're going to be in this business long term, are you being a great advisor to your clients right now? Some yeah. clients you need to say, hey, why don't you hold up a couple of weeks before you buy the house or put the house on the marketplace and let's get some more data and then make your, your move. And then there's other cases where you need to say, now's the right time for you to go in. Mm -hmm. Right. But you need to know something about your client and be a true advisor to them and not yeah. say, out a piece of paper. And I think those are the things that we're really getting tested on right now. I don't really hear anybody talking about that stuff, but regardless of whether we talk about it or not, mm. it still exists, right? And there's going to be some people out there that are, that are in some cash flow situations that are negative right now or could go negative really quickly. And that's unfortunate because when you're in a high ticket income industry, right? It's not like your insurance sales, you make $10 or $20 for every insurance policy. So we're in a high ticket in industry. So you can make several thousand dollars per transaction. How did you do managing that money? That's going to show up really quickly right now in the marketplace as this evolves and as we get through it. Um, and, and hopefully, fingers crossed in a prayer that this thing will last, uh, not last as long as some people are saying, but it's a lot of unforeseen right now. We got to get through it. Tim, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this, buddy. I really appreciate this. I know you're a, a busy man. You got, you got a busy schedule every day, but uh, really appreciate you coming on our on our radio show. Um, I look forward to sharing this with all the people that are going to be watching it, but God bless you, buddy. And thank you for the work that you do for so many people out there that uh, are inspired, you know, weekly by you and your podcast. And we'll make sure there's a link to your podcast on this, but, uh, and what about your book? Don't you have a new book coming out? So yeah, that's another thing. Like you talk about what are you going to do with this time, right? I, I'm, working on my book. It's, <laughs> and, and the, the book is really, it's called The Income Factor, and it's, it's what top producers do consistently to put, or I'm sorry, not The Income Factor. See, I can't even get my books right. The Income Rewind. Zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's The Income Zone. Um, I got so excited about it. The Income Zone, and we're going to talk in that book and outline really, you know, how to grow a business, mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about one of the factors in The Income Zone is going to be your personal debt zone. How are you doing in that? But we really talk about the areas that people that grow their business exponentially do. And, and I'll just share it with everybody today because you're at home and you're trying to figure out, well, what do I do with my business? What, what should I do right now? There are three things that, that I see top producers constantly do to grow their business. And it's where income is transferred. It's phone calls, meetings, and events. Those are the three areas that, that are the income zone. So for example, the post that, that I made on Facebook I got a comment below it. I turned that comment into a personal phone call. We're getting a transaction out of that now, right? So I took the, the social media, which is in the, I call that the exposure zone. Mm -hmm. You can get exposure there, but how do you move it to, the, to one of the three income zones? A phone call, a meeting, or an event. Now we're being challenged in the marketplace right now because two of those zones, meetings and events, have to be done virtually. Mm -hmm. Like this right here, right? Mm -hmm. Zoom, FaceTime, things of that nature, right? So your phone call becomes your meeting device and possibly your event device too. So I'm really excited about that book. But if I was sitting at home right now as a real estate agent, mm. I'd look at my personal finances. I would look at my business. I would see the gaps that I needed to fill in that. I would go yeah. to work on my business right now. And then I would become, I'm going to give you a, a tip Angie and I are going to do in my neighborhood. And this is something I would do if I was a real estate agent. I'm going to become, uh, you know, publishing my information to help people get through this. 
But I saw in one of the hip pages, we have all these hip pages like Hip Donaldson and Hip Mount Juliet. It's like community pages on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I saw this post. This restaurant posted family dinners. So, so they're basically repackaging their meals and saying you can feed a family of four amongst these five items. And I think the cost was like $39, curbside pickup, the, all that kind of stuff, right? So I was telling Angie earlier today, I said, you know, I'm going to make a post in our neighborhood group. I mean, there's probably 500 houses in my neighborhood. Say, hey, how many families would want to order a family of four meal Thursday night at six o'clock from this restaurant? What if we can get 10, 20, 30, 40 na neighbors to say, you know what? I got 40 bucks plus a tip to, to spend at that restaurant. You know what that do that what restaurant for that one evening? Boom. So if you're a real estate agent, take the leadership role right now in things of that nature, right? Work in your income zone, host webinars, host Zoom calls, build your brand through podcasts, start doing videos and make a lot of phone calls to people and check on them and see how in the world they're doing. You know, find out what's going on. Yeah. Um, and that's what I would do right now. Because what you do now will depend on, will, will direct, be directly tied to what you do when this come, when you come out of this. So. Hey man, God bless you, buddy. I, I thank you very much for spending the time to come on to this. I know you're busy and uh, uh, I hope a lot of people get something out of this that'll help them as we navigate this, uh, this time in our history. Okay. So God, your new book too, buddy. Uh, it looks amazing. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, so that's Tim Davis live from Nashville, Tennessee. God bless you, buddy. Stay healthy, okay? I've got, I'm taking a lot of Edelberry syrup. <laughs> All right, that's it for Honor Radio, episode number 12. We'll see you tomorrow with Joe Davidson, uh, a SACP sports writer. God bless you guys. Bye.